Hey Jeepers, it's Independence Day. Well, it's already came and gone if you're listening to this by now. And well, you guys know what I do each and every 4th of July. I blow some stuff up. And because of that, well, I'm going to be busy, uh, well, heading up the Indian Reservation and uh, firework stands all over the place and seeing if I can't, well, take off a digit or two. Because of that, I'm not going to be here for the 4th of July show. Oh, man, Josh, I don't think I'm going to be here either. I'm going to be out playing air guitar and listening to some great music at a big concert, and then I'm going to take my family, and we're going to go watch other people blow stuff up. So, sorry, I'm not going to be here either. Well, screw it. I'll just play a best of XJ talk show. Sounds like a plan. (laughs) Well, I guess I'll see you guys when you get back, and I have predictions that uh, Josh is currently in the hospital having his uh, fingers sewn back on his hand. (laughs) You never know. (laughs) Uh, We'll see you the week after 4th of July. And now, the best of the XG Talk Show. Episode 67, Sunday, February 10th, 2013. The Super Bowl is history. Thank God. Uh, I found out later it was my uh, my daughter that just had her 18th birthday. Uh, she recorded the Super Bowl. And I asked her, in God's name, why? Why did you do that? And she said, I wanted to see the commercials. And I went, ding, ding, ding. This is great. I will use the DVR in reverse normal use. I will use use it to not watch the game, but to watch the commercials, the Super Bowl commercials, and and see if I can uh, give it a good rating for the three point eight. What is it? Three point eight million dollars for thirty seconds. Josh, we need to get that kind of advertisement. We would have one show and retire. Done. <laughs> I'm on board fully. <laughs> Uh, on uh, xjtalk.com, the forum, uh, my little nickname is Motoroy. And uh, I'll tell the interesting story behind that here real quick. Way back when, in my 20s, probably early to mid-20s, uh, I had subscribed to, to what was then the internet, uh, which was a magazine subscription, and uh, for my first four-wheel drive magazine. And uh, I forget exactly how I subscribed it. It must have been through mail, Josh. You know, come to think of it, it was. I had to actually fill something out and mail it in. And then they would take this, this uh, words, letters and stuff like we would normally see on the Internet today with pictures embedded around the words, but it was on paper combined together in a flexible book, if you will. And they called them magazines. You must have had to do that with those things. What do they call those? Um, uh, envelopes and stamps? Is that I, right? I think this probably was like, it's, uh, and I know you're not familiar with this. It was like a flexible piece of hard paper. And it was like a postcard, if you if you know what a postcard is. Uh, and, and, and you would fill it out, put your name and address and everything in there. So anyway, I wrote my name on there. And all it required was somebody to, to take it. I, I, I'm sure they probably billed me on my credit card or I don't, I don't know exactly how that, how I paid for it. Now, uh, I may have actually used an envelope and I actually had to put a paper check in there. It's, it's, this is really wild stuff. I mean, this is almost like the cave drawings and then this happened, but anyway, uh, must be back in the days of the pony express. Uh, cause I mean, it, you're, you're talking, it did uh, smell like language here. It did smell like horses a lot back then. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I, I sent that in and basically I wrote my name and address and, and so on and so forth there. And, and if I wrote him a check, it was on my name and address was on there twice. So, uh, several months later, the magazine showed up and, uh, it was addressed to Tony Motoroy. And I thought that it was kind of humorous that a four wheel drive magazine in in those days, 
it wasn't rock crawling that I was aware of. It was going out in the mud. So I thought it was kind of humorous that they had put my name down as Mudderoy. And that's why I'm Mudderoy on xjtalk.com and uh, naxja.org and uh, any of the other Jeep sites that I joined. Well, the uh, story behind uh, my handle or my nickname on the site is uh, not quite as fun and interesting. Oh, how uh, could I'm it be? Otherwise known as NW99XJ <laughs> or Northwest99XJ. And as the, uh, the name may uh, give a hint to you, I live here in the Pacific Northwest up in the state of Oregon. And I drive a 99XJ. So it's uh, simple math there and uh, short and sweet. <laughs> Not nearly as entertaining as yours. That's, uh, sorry, man. Uh, that goes along with jumbo shrimp and military intelligence. There is no such thing as simple math. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait. I was told there was not going to be any math on this. Wait a minute. <laughs> it just doesn't add up. Um, okay. Well, let's see. First week in G. Each week we do a little segment of uh, what's going on in the Jeep world. And uh, Josh uh, is our uh, digger-in-chief. He goes out, and I said digger, uh, he goes out and digs up uh, information about uh, the Jeep technology and what's going on. And uh, what do you got for us this week, Josh? Well, to touch on something that we uh, only briefly touched on last week was uh, a commercial that was played during the Super Bowl, and that was uh, Jeep and the USO. And um, in combination with that, Jeep and the USO have uh, started what's called Operation Safe Return. Obviously, it is uh, for the uh, men and women in the armed services. And um, what Jeep has done, they've donated over a million dollars plus an undisclosed amount of vehicles to the USO uh, for them to use as they see fit in this Operation Safe Return. And um, what that's, uh, uh, the gist of it is, is basically helping um, the reacclimation of soldiers after they come home uh, to to get jobs and to help them out with a vehicle if they need it and to help the families if there's, um, you know, they're having some trouble finding a job or they need a little bit extra time, uh, you know, and some help with some funds, pay some bills and stuff like that. I guess uh, there's going to be a, a little bit of a stipend there for um, for some of these soldiers to, to help help themselves out and get back on their feet. That's so great. really a big thumbs up to Jeep and the, and the USO for coming together like that. And um, you kind of saw that a little bit in the commercials, kind of a hint to it, because there was a big USO presence in the Jeep commercial during the Super Bowl. So I think they kind of were alluding to that or just kind of um, telling the public, hey, this is kind of what we got going on. But uh, nothing's really been publicly announced about it until just recently with this Operation Safe Return. That's amazing. Because, uh, I mean, God, what was that, $3.8 million, uh, for a 30-second spot on uh, the Super Bowl? So that's a hell of a commitment. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and it's, you know, a big, big kudos to Jeep for doing this. I mean, obviously, Jeep and the military um, have been synonymous with each other with each other since World War One. So this, I mean, just kind of goes without saying, but um, they've really, really narrowed the focus on, on what they're doing and, and their involvement, at least with this facet of the military, uh, with this Operation Safe Return. So if you guys like to know more about that, sure, you could just uh, Google search Operation Safe Return and find out more about it. And they may be, um, be able to take donations or something like that. I really don't know a lot more about that. Uh, as, like I said, this was just announced this week. So I'm sure more information will come out um, as the weeks go on. This just in, scientists discover prehistoric rock crawler at the bottom of La Brea Tar Pits. Stay tuned for the full report. Live from the XJ Talk Show News Desk, 
Man eats own underwear to beat breathalyzer test after running Jeep through national pie-eating contest. And now for something completely unexpected. Historians discover secret fountain of youth in local Shakey's Pizza. Full story coming up right after this. Well, guys, uh, here's a little update for you on my, uh, well, what Tony's been calling a 58-ton steering upgrade to my... 56. 56, I'm sorry. Didn't mean to <laughs> exaggerate there. <laughs> adding in tons. <laughs> yeah, adding in the tonnage. Well, I am definitely adding some tonnage to the Jeep as I've been um, working for, for weeks and weeks on a, uh, on a one-ton steering upgrade, doing over-the-knuckle, inverted T-system, uh, JCR's one-ton bars, it's quarter-inch wall, um, one-and-a-quarter outside diameter, drawn-over mandrel tubing, um, GM one-ton tie rod ends, threw in a Durango steering box, a C-Rock inner brace, uh, and the list goes on. Um, last week, I, uh, I announced that um, although everything is for the most part in, I cannot put my wheels and tires back on as they, um, once are fully locked down, interfere with the tie rod end itself. So I was doing a little bit of math and um, bring you guys up to speed. I have a, um, I'm running the Ravine, the 15 by 8 Jeep Ravines, uh, commonly found on the TJs. Uh, and I'm running inch and a quarter hub-centric wheel spacers. Now, those have worked great uh, up until now, but uh, the, the Ravines are a five and a half inch offset out of the factory. And with those inch and a quarters, well, that puts me, you know, at, uh, well, geez, what's the math there? I, anyways, I'm, I'm four, four inch backspace, four inch backspace. So I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not in the ideal range uh, to clear those tie rod ends. So, uh, three and three quarter inch new wheel, new wheel backspace, uh, three and three quarter inch wheel backspacing for some new wheels are in my very near future. Uh, but it's what I, what I'm going to get. I have a black Jeep, so black steelies, you know, it doesn't really ring very sexy to me. I don't, you know, I don't know too much black. Hey, this is Tony. And this is Josh from the XJ talk show. We want to thank you for calling our 24 seven voice line. Yes, we do. Just leave your first name and your question or comment. There's no guarantee, but we may play your message on the podcast. Oh, and don't worry about keeping it clean. We'll take care of that. Now it's your turn to speak at the beep. Hey, this is Vicky G, and uh, I've got a great idea for Jeep tips. Uh, I'm constantly locking my keys in my car. I was wondering if you guys can go over a quick and easy way to retrieve the keys out of your car. I'm kind of in a bind right now. I'm at the Walmart, and yeah, I locked my keys in the Jeep again. And uh, I got to think of something fairly quick because it's starting to rain and I left the windows down. When the seats get wet, they smell like wet dog. All right. Well, thanks a lot. I'll chat at you later. What's up, girls? Nate and Izzy are hanging out. Just thinking about you bitches and your fucking walking dead. Ah. <laughs> uh, Man, what am I doing to you guys? Hope you all caught the marathon. But anyway, I'll watch you in a minute. What's so, up? Denver D1 again. Just want to tell y'all, it's not really... It's, I mean, I wouldn't mind getting on the podcast with Hunter and Joe. Izzy, get up me. <laughs> but uh, I didn't have to be something I'm pissed off about. I mean, let's talk about Jeeps. Let's talk about shit, anything. I mean, I don't, I'm not always pissed off. Y'all put me in a, you know, pissed off 
persona. That's fine. I get pissed off a lot. But I wouldn't mind uh, getting on there and talking with y'all. So I'll be back with something later. Well, the world is abound with Jeep news this week, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and narrow it down to some of the stuff that I thought is a little bit more pertinent to, well, this show and uh, kind of what we've talked about in recent past. Uh, as you all know, the uh, the new Jeep Cherokee is coming out here very soon, and there's a, there's a big buzz about that because um, there's a chance that this Jeep Cherokee might be made in China. Now, I broke that news, I think, last week, perhaps the week before, a couple episodes ago. And um, I, I clarified in one point that the Jeep Cherokee exclusively is not going to be made in China. However, the deal is almost done to have some of the Jeep Cherokee made in China. The issue with that is, well, there is no issue. It's going to add to Jeep's bottom line. And uh, all the Jeeps that are being made there are more than likely going to get sold there. The plant that the Jeeps are going to be made in is capable of 140,000 units per year. Now, Jeep uh, sold, I think, somewhere in the neighborhood of around 67,000 to 70,000 units in China alone last year. So chances are they are going to love the Cherokee if uh, the early reviews are any indication of how China is going to be receiving the Cherokee. Um, the problem is is that Jeep, Cherokee, Jeep um, really shopped around the Cherokee early in the development stage. And uh, most of the European countries really, really loved the Cherokee. Whereas here, we kind of have a love-hate. Some of us love it. Some of us hate it. In any case, um, uh, especially in Russia, they also loved the Cherokee. So there's chance, there's talks that, well, where is the rest of Europe going to get the Cherokee from? Since China is going to take most of what they make, uh, is the Toledo plant, where the Cherokee is currently scheduled to be uh, made in, are they going to be outsourced from there, all, uh, the entire production line of it? Well, it's undetermined at this point. There's talks right now that Jeep might be being built in Russia. There be a, a, a facility made there, at least, to make the Jeep Cherokee. So we'll know more about that as the weeks go on. In other news, let me flip my page here, the sticky fingers, uh, is the Wagoneer's 50th birthday. That's right. For all you waggy lovers out there, the uh, Wagoneer has turned 50. Uh, so over after 50 years of the Wagoneer, and some have said the uh, grandfather of the SUV and the uh, its counterpart, the Cherokee, where our namesake comes from, uh, turns 50 today. And so for all you Waggy owners out there and Waggy lovers, uh, congratulations and happy 50th birthday. In the last little bit of Jeep news we have today, this is kind of going along the lines of the Cherokee. And, well, we all love to hate that. The 2015 line of Alfa Romeos may include an SUV that is, get this, either made by or designed by Jeep, potentially having Jeep parts. Uh, we'll know more about that as they pull back the curtain on that, but look for a Jeep-inspired, possibly Jeep-built or Jeep-parted 2015 Alfa Romeo SUV. That will certainly be interesting. Amazon.com and the XZ Talk Show present... You bought what? So this week we've got some good stuff here. Looks like some of you guys have uh, went ahead and, and uh, packed up the uh, well the essentials drawers in the uh, in the old bedroom. Set up um, uh, well a whole bunch of socks. We got uh, boxer briefs. Uh, we got some uh, well compression socks, whatever those might be, and some uh, some other boxer briefs of all kinds of uh, shapes and sizes and colors. You guys are going crazy with the Calvin Klein stuff here, so. Uh, big kudos to that, and thank you for, well, dressing us, uh, dressing yourself with some XJ Talk stuff. 
Looks like somebody bought a uh, Chrysler Dodge driver's side replacement headlight assembly. Oh, I hope that wasn't a rear-end collision or something. Maybe it was just rust. Yeah, yeah, could be. Uh, you know, those things uh, do, well, they get a little uh, little corroded and stuff, make it hard to adjust, so might, might as well just swap the whole thing out. True. And they got it from Amazon. That's really cool. Amazon has just about everything under the sun. You guys can find what you're looking for, and you, know, you get a good price on it, too. In fact, uh, somebody here has uh, picked up a couple of books. We got uh, Route 66, an easy 66 guide for travelers. It's the third edition of this book. So if you're heading up and down Route 66, well, you got something here uh, to help you along the way. And a workbook for Elric Schrodinger's Medical Terminology for Health Professions, 7th edition. Wow, that's some fancy stuff right there. Somebody might be heading to school with that one. Yeah, and that Route 66 reminds me of uh, Pre-Runner 1982 and his Day of the Dirt uh, recent uh, interview that we had. I would, uh, I know the whole thing wasn't on Route 66, but they, they used it to get there. So, uh, no, all kinds of things you can use uh, books for. And, of course, that's how Amazon got started with, uh, with selling books. So it looks like somebody got a 32-gigabyte micro uh, SD flash memory card. Always a good thing to have if you have a smartphone or... Uh, I guess there's still MP3 players. There might be people on MP3 player, players listening to us right now, Josh. Yep, indeedy. And we've actually seen some MP3 players here on this list before uh, come up on our screen. So uh, we know they're out there. We know they're using them. And But this uh, micro SD card, yeah, that's, uh, that's something that uh, definitely goes into a smartphone, I would think. I need to get myself one of those, in fact. Yeah, they're pretty cheap. I think I was getting uh, a, a Class 10, which is the, the fastest they, they make, I believe. Uh, 32 gig, uh, micro SD was like uh, 24 95 at amazon.com. I've actually purchased about four of them. I've got two of them in the contour cameras. Oh, very good. Yeah. I forgot about those cameras. I need to pick myself up a couple of those and I can get those through Amazon. Yep. So else, uh, somebody got through Amazon was a ThinkPad ultra portable case. Uh, so they're just, uh, protecting their, uh, their ThinkPad there. So a little protection uh, definitely goes a long way. I don't know how I get stuck with these, Josh. I mean, if I'd started first, you would have had the pleasure, or, or pardon the pun, of, of starting this. So we have a uh, Black Magic Wand Personal Massage, uh, I'm sorry, Massager, 10 speeds, powerful, <laughs> powerful Hitachi motor uh, for uh, strong um, vibrations. Now, now why, why would they say personal massager? I don't understand. I mean, aren't all massagers personal? Well, I would hope so. I wouldn't want you sharing that with me, that's for sure. Uh, what I find funny, more funny than anything else, is that this is in the health and personal care category. Um, you know, I, I don't know how healthy this is, uh, and I guess you would be, well, caring for yourself very personally with uh, something like this, especially if you get this next item that goes along with it called the G-Spot Attachment. This one fits that Hitachi magic wand massager. Well, of course it does. But of course. Well, the G-spot, that's exactly where you want to massage because that's the good spot. Yes, and uh, this next item might uh, might help you get there even faster, more accurately. I, I, I don't know. I can only go off of the name of this thing. Uh, I, don't, I know that tri means three, but what's a trigasm? I wouldn't even know. <laughs> it's a it's an attachment, and it's it fits the same magic massager. And where is the magic? I don't understand. How does it? How, I mean, these salespeople, the way they come up with these names, it's it's magic. It's uh, simply magic. 
What's a gasm anyway? Is that like whenever you're jumping across a gorge that it's a, a chasm? No, that would be a sea. I don't know what a gasm is. Yeah, as a, but there's three of them. Whatever it is, three of them. Uh, this apparently this thing will make sure that you get three of them, whatever they may be. Wow. Uh, but anyway, I can understand personal health and personal care because if you got a headache, this will get rid of it. Well, folks, um, we've we've asked you guys to uh, to go ahead and and make sure that if you play along with us, you throw us a curveball every now and again, and uh, and somebody has definitely done that with this uh, this Hitachi motor powered black magic wand personal massager. Thank you for that. It's been a lot of fun. Yep. Oh, you know, I, I left out a word that this thing has a optional kickstart attachment. Oh, that's right. Uh, and folks, if you're going to pick one of these up, make sure you get the, uh, the extra heavy duty pull cord. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That was embarrassing when you're taking that back to the <laughs> calling Amazon or chatting with them. Like, I broke the cord. <laughs> <laughs> How do I start this thing. <laughs> Well, we got, uh, as we started off this segment talking about Amazon and how they came to be with books, um, they, we've got one here called seconds away speaking uh, totally of, uh, unrelated ad- to the, to the prior items. I think, I think I was going to say, speaking of gasms, but, uh, <laughs> seconds away, this is book two. So I'm guessing book one was called almost there. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> the phone rang. <laughs> Hey guys, we have a very special show for you. It's our 100th episode. Josh and I take a trip down memory lane and talk about the early days of XJTalk.com and how this podcast came into existence. That's right. I put Tony on the spot and interview him for a change. I also give you some more news about the 2014 Cherokee and talk about some things that are going to be seen at this year's SEMA show. And to celebrate episode 100, we have our big, long-awaited Amazon You Bought and What grand prize giveaway. All this and more on episode 100 of the XJ Talk Show. Ooh, red jeeps are sexy. <laughs> yeah, this is a uh, this is a program brought to you by Jeep owners for Jeep owners. Of course, you don't necessarily have to own a Jeep if you're just even interested in Jeeps. Uh, this is a great show for you. And like Tony said, it's all because of XJTalk.com. It is probably the premier, if not the best, place to go for Jeep tech information, especially. If all the cool little Cherokee tech info that you're not going to find anywhere else. Lots of pics on the site. Tons of friendly people. In fact, probably the most friendliest site uh, on the web as far as automotive tech and uh, and off-roading goes. Well, I just can't get enough of the 2014 Cherokee. <laughs> no, I'm completely kidding. <laughs> but they're going to be. It's going to be in the in the news uh, this week as well as it has been in almost every week since uh, it was announced that the damn thing's going to get made. Well, as of October 23rd, the Jeep Cherokees are actually being delivered. Yay! So Chrysler has announced to produce uh, Jeep Cherokees in Toledo while even scrambled to, well, uh, they were uh, producing uh, the Cherokees in Toledo. Um, They're continuing to do so uh, even while they scrambled to fix the transmission issues. So even though the, the, the Cherokees were not being delivered to the dealerships, they were still rolling off the assembly line. They're basically making these things broken uh, so they could fix them later and then get them out to the, uh, to the dealerships. I'm sure that's going to be a great winning uh, strategy right there. Well, as of September 30th, uh, the Toledo plant has produced, uh, well, almost uh, 20,000 Jeep Cherokees, at least according to the company's production report. Uh, and Cherokees were parked around the Toledo plant in all the various little holding areas. Uh, now, Chrysler spokeswoman Jody Tinson said uh, just earlier today, in fact, that the company has begun shipping Cherokees to dealers. It's official. 
but declined to say if all the Finnish Cherokees have actually been cleared for delivery. Well, I would imagine not because they were building these things broken uh, and, of course, had to go back and fix these uh, transmission issues, which, from what I understand, was primarily software-related. Uh, but nonetheless, I'm sure that they are, they had to do some other tweaking. Now, Chrysler hopes the distinctive styling and cutting-edge technology on the Cherokee will set it apart from the competition and has invested considerable time and, of course, money to make sure the important model is ready once it hits the market. Well, they probably should have done that a long time ago because it was supposed to hit the market months ago. Now, Tim Fel, uh, Fleming, an analyst, uh, an analyst at Kelly Blue Book, says, so while the Cherokee delay certainly continues, uh, certainly resulted in, in continued lost sales, the vehicle can now be delivered to dealerships. And, of course, dealerships are breathing a big sigh of relief. Now these things are finally coming in. And Jeep sales numbers should jump back into positive territory. After all, that's what this is all about, right? The bottom line. How much money and sales revenue these things are actually going to generate. Certainly not doing an iconic badge name like the Cherokee any justice. Now, the first comparisons are out, putting the 2014 Cherokee in the same class as, get this, the Mazda 3 and the Nissan Rogue. Now, where it should be is with the Chevrolet Equinox and the Ford Escape, the Honda CRV, the Honda Santa Fe Sport, and of course the Toyota RAV4, if we're talking about a true apples to apples comparison here. Now, why, why a comparison at all, you ask? Well, it's for the distinctive title of the North American Car and Truck and Sports Utility uh, of the Year Award. Now, the winners will be announced uh, at the 2014 North American International Auto Show at the Cobo Center in Detroit uh, the second week of January. Now, I have no idea if any of these vehicles are going to be among the six finalists for a car and truck or sport utility of the year, much less what the winners will be. Now, the jurors have about 10 weeks of further comparison tests in two rounds, and the Cherokee, from what I understand, is slated for a rigorous off-road testing by these judges. So we're going to see into how they end up uh, putting it through its paces and, of course, how it ends up in the standings. Um, you know what? We really love reviews, whether they're good or bad, indifferent. Um, so stop by iTunes and give us a five-star review or a one-star review. No. And don't forget to leave us a comment, too. We'll be sure to read it on our show. <clears throat> this uh, this iTunes review uh, is by, uh, looks like, uh, Lamborghini 1980, uh, 1995. And uh, it says, if you have a Jeep Cherokee, in parentheses, uh, the good one, or enjoy the Jeep community in general, this is a great podcast to subscribe to. They have different topics throughout the show, and it always surprises. The forum is, <laughs> I don't know how to take that. <laughs> the, the forum is filled with helpful and kind Jeepers with years of experience. The best part of my weekend is tuning into the live podcast on Sunday nights before I go to bed. Thanks, guys. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. And if you guys don't know, I'm the one in control of the board. I'm not talking to Josh. Yeah. <laughs> so it says the guy with all the master controls. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, it'd be fine with me for you doing this stuff because I could just sit there and look at you with a scowl on my face like, what the hell are you doing over there, Josh? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, hey, he's got a master plan. I'll let him push the buttons. All right. <laughs> well, guys, it's our 100th episode. And, uh, you know, Josh and I do uh, do really enjoy doing this show and we love get, giving away prizes. But, it would be wonderful if you guys not only taking the time to listen to the show would take the time to let people know about the show so we can have more listeners more people calling in 
uh, I can I can envision a show in the future where we just have we just talk to people on the phone uh, the, for the whole hour. Yeah, I think uh, that'll definitely be something that we'll put on the books here soon and, and just have an episode where we just take live calls. Uh, I think that would be great. I think we can definitely do it. Guys, we don't ask you guys for much. Um, obviously, the Amazon thing is great, and you guys have, have uh, definitely stepped up and, and are, are certainly helping us keep the lights on uh, and, of course, the web page up and the talk show going over here at the XJ Talk Show Command Center. But, uh, you know, if you can't afford to do any online shopping, we completely understand. All we ask is you guys tell a friend. Yeah, I mean, it's nice uh, having a little extra cash to pay for the uh, the various and sundries, electricity, internet service provider, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, the most important thing is your interaction with us. In fact, uh, we would love to have a Wrangler segment on the show. And uh, if you or if you know somebody that uh, would like to be a part of the show, uh, we'd love to have somebody come in here and uh, that knows a lot about Wranglers and uh, maybe do a, a segment, a weekly segment, or every uh, maybe once a month. It doesn't have to be all the time. And uh, if you guys are out in the field and you've got your smartphone, you can load up an app called uh, Tape a Talk, and uh, you can do interviews and submit them for us, uh, and we'll be happy to play them on the show. So there's all kinds of ways you guys can get involved. It doesn't require any money. It just requires you listening, you watching, and maybe some of your time to uh, be involved and I think it'd be a wonderful thing for us all to do this and have fun together. Absolutely, you guys. If you do want to get involved, we do have a couple different ways that you can do that. Obviously, Tony mentioned how you guys can get in, uh, get some audio uh, onto the show. Of course, you can call our 24-7 voicemail line of call. Leave a message 24-7. Nobody's going to ever answer that line. It's 530-675-4102. And you can also go to the xjtalkshow.com website for more information on how to get involved in other ways.